Hello, I'm Glynis Crook. Welcome to Being Green. You may remember a story from 2018 about an endangered green sea turtle that was rescued on Spy Beach and was later operated on to remove a single-use plastic bag that got lodged in his throat. He was named Alvi and he spent 12 months recovering at the Two Oceans Aquarium and was released back into the sea towards the end of last year. Well, both he and another former temporary resident, a loggerhead turtle called Yoshi, are constantly tracked by scientists thanks to satellite tags attached to their shells. Well, to find out more about the pair, we joined on the line by the aquarium spokesperson, Rene Luna. Rene, first of all, why do you track them? Well, it's very important for us to know where these turtles are going and how they're doing and what they're doing. Particularly two turtles are very different. The one's a green turtle and the one's a loggerhead turtle. So also seeing the difference in their movements, are, um, it's, it's very interesting to, to watch them. And um, also they're special <laughs> to us, so we want to know that they're okay. Safe. That they're keeping safe. Yoshi, yeah. I believe, has become something of a record breaker and a minor celebrity. Uh, Yoshi will turn around and come and talk to you personally if you call her a minor celebrity. She's <laughs> a very major celebrity. Um, Yoshi has become an amazing, amazing ambassador for her species. She has broken um, the record for the longest tracked uh, migration by any marine animal. It's the most amazing thing. I must just also mention here, Yoshi's amazing, but her satellite tag has just outperformed any expectations that we had. So oh. those satellite tags are normally, um, you're looking at about 18 months of data from them. It's now almost two and a half years. <laughs> yeah, it's been a phenomenal experience watching her. She's traveled um, 35,000 yeah. kilometers, I believe, all the way to Australia. I think by now it's about 40,000. Oh, my word. So in the first year, she was released off Cape Point, and then she went up the West Coast, and she um, spent some time in Namibia, and then she spent some time in Angola. And then she turned around, and she came back, and to the year, the day to the year, she was just about three, four kilometers off Cape Town, and we were thinking, oh, no, what's going to happen now? (laughs) And then literally she just... It's like just something got into her and she just started swimming and, yeah, she's in Australia now. Unbelievable. It's something like 50 kilometers per day. But you hoping she'll go ashore and lay eggs? So this year she has not done that. She, uh, it's past the nesting season already. Uh, so she hasn't done it this year. But we're hoping that that tag lasts a little bit longer and also possibly for some of the Australian scientists who are trying to find her at the moment to find her and maybe replace the tag. Um, it's not that easy. She's not in a very accessible area at the moment. But they are looking at um, possibly replacing her tag because uh, she is just bringing so much information in and just being phenomenal. Alvie is a little bit less adventurous. He's stuck around near a home. Well, we found with the green turtles that they do that in the beginning. But now Alvi has decided he's going to, to Namibia. Um, you have to remember that these two turtles have different feeding methods. Alvi is a green turtle, so he's a vegetarian. He likes to eat his sea lettuces and things like that. Where Yoshi is 
basically omnivorous. She eats meat as well as greens. And, um, yeah, we'll see where Alvi goes. We can't predict. With these turtles, you cannot predict where they're going to go. They're going to go where they need to go. I'm, I'm curious to know why both of these turtle species are considered endangered. Who's chasing after them? Where's, where are things going wrong? So there's a lot of historic um, issues that have uh, put them onto this endangered list. The first is egg collecting, the habitat destruction on the beaches where they nest, and then um, more and more and more so it's um, now fishing. So they're caught uh, in fishing nets, and because they have lungs like we do and they have to breathe, they drown. So they basically bycatch to fishing practices, and that is causing their numbers to decline. And then on top of that, we also have climate change, and a lot of scientists are, are saying that climate change um, is playing a role in the changing of the temperatures of the beaches. Sea turtle egg batches, the, the, the genders of those sea turtles are determined by the um, temperature of the beach. So warm beaches or females, cool beaches or males. And the beaches are warming up, so we have more females than we get males. So that's a problem. But in South Africa, we've had incredible, incredible success with our sea turtle conservation programs up in Natal, um, where we have loggerhead uh, turtles' nest as well as leatherback turtles. Oh, well, that's that's some really really good news. And I was hoping to speak to Renee still about the penguins at the aquarium. If anybody is interested, there's some exceptionally exceptionally cute videos of the penguins posted by animal keeper Ayrton King. They've been allowed to roam free in the aquarium, and you can pick those up on their website, Instagram, and all the other social media. That was Renee Luna from the aquarium, and that's it for this week. From Eaglin's Crook till next time. Goodbye. FMR.